Hello and welcome to Tech Crack, the podcast series brought to you by Sync NI. We are Northern Ireland's leading technology and business media company, and this podcast series will see us interview some of the best, brightest, and most influential thought leaders from across NI's business and tech sectors. Find out more on SyncNI.com or follow us across our social media channels. And enjoy. This week, I spoke with Adam Beals, or as he's known on YouTube, simply Adam B. The 21-year-old Derry native has amassed 3 million subscribers to his YouTube channel and his social media stardom has led to him becoming BBC Blue Peter's 40th presenter. He talks to me about his rising fame and surprising fellow Derry YouTuber Stuart O'Doherty with £5,000 worth of tech after learning on Twitter that Stuart was being bullied for making videos. I heard you surprised um, Stuart O'Doherty with some video gifts after finding out he's been getting a bit of a hard time at school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I first stumbled across uh, Stuart's sister's tweet online. Um, one of my followers retweeted it and her tweet struck a chord with me because I I, I, knew, I sort of know the, the impacts that bullying has on people who do something different or do something they want to do. You know what I mean? And when I when I first saw that, I was like, I felt like I needed to do something because I know how it feels to be in those shoes. And, um, you know, the, the fact that Stuart reached breaking point, I think it was just, I think it's just awful. I think no child should ever, or no no one, even not even adult, any age, no one should go through the, you know, the torment of being ashamed for doing something they love. Yeah, well, that's sort of like what I wanted to talk to you about, Adam, because... I think when people look at you now and like you're so successful and rightfully so because you've worked so hard and you're so creative but people would maybe look at you and think like nothing but good things you know like look at this lad like he's come so far and and look at what he's made of himself but I don't think anyone would expect that maybe you had some negativity did you face any sort of backlash or bullying like that whenever you first started your YouTube channel? Yeah of course I mean back back in school I was always known as the kid who uploaded videos on the internet and I think it, it was very hard back then because you know in, in my back in my day oh my god I feel like a 90 year old back in my school days um there was no there was nobody locally that you know were that was big uh in this space and I think it was that was even harder to try and prove to people that you know you could you could this is you know this you could make something out of this and um when I was first doing YouTube and first doing videos, I did get quite a lot of stick at school because it was something different. No one else was doing it at the time. And it served for quite a lot of ammunition for the bullies and for people who just didn't like what I was doing online. And I mean, at the time I was just doing harmless videos like I'm doing now, you know, it didn't affect anyone. It didn't impact anyone negatively. It was, it was, it was just all innocent, uh, you know, work that I was doing online. And, it was it was very tough because when I went into school, it was you could just guarantee anywhere you, where you walked or anywhere that you went in the school building, you were guaranteed to be called names and you know nasty comments shouted about you and and just nasty comments about your character, the way you looked, the way you acted online, or the way you know just just attacking your personality basically. And it was it was very hard and at at a time where you know you're all that you're used to is negativity it was very it was extremely hard to stay on that path and thankfully I had a really supportive network um, around me that kept me going and 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 helped me not lose focus of of 
you know, the bigger picture. Yeah. And then saying that, because, you know, whenever you were sort of doing it and starting out on YouTube, there, there wasn't really anyone locally, um, especially around Northern Ireland that were doing it. So what interested you in becoming a YouTuber, you know, why or how did you become one? Uh, to be honest, I was always, I was always really interested in making videos and creating content. Like back when I was even the age of six and seven, I was, I was making like my little home videos at the house with my dad's like phone. He had like a, he had like a Nokia brick phone and I was using, I was using that and it had the image quality of a potato. I'm not going to lie. It was awful image quality. And I used to just play about with that, make videos and I would show my mom and dad and I think getting react, getting a reaction from them sort of made me feel, made me feel something. And I think it's just in my blood to, you know, make, make stuff and make videos and, and create content that people can either react to, laugh to, cry to, you know, or even smile to. And I think, I think it was just always in me to, I just had a keen interest in video making and video production since a very young age. And, uh, yeah, I was just, I, I just always loved it and, and I still do love it. Did you find, like, did you find that your followers and views just started to come gradually or was there just one day you were like, you woke up and you were like, oh my God, I've gone viral or how did they come about? Yeah, so it was a very slow build. And, you know, I say, I said this to Stuart actually on the day that I surprised him that from zero to 10,000 subscribers, that is the hardest range to break from 10,000 to 100,000 is slightly easier from 100,000 to a million is even easier um, and, you know, from 1 million to 3 million that I'm at now has been even easier than that. And, you know, it's probably hard to believe, but breaking that sort of initial like gravitational pull, I call it, it's it's very hard to you know break out of that sort of boundary, if it were, because um, I don't know, it's just it's something that I find difficult. And it was a very slow growth for me. And there was a time when I was at school, I think it was around 2017, March 2017. I was it was a Friday and I was coming back home from school and I decided to do this video. There was no like major planning involved. I just thought it would be a cool idea to to film. And it involved me asking Siri, the you know, the iPhone assistant, different mm -hmm. questions and uh just like little quirky uh phrases that would that would um that Siri would respond with like Easter eggs or funny responses. And I did that on the Friday and edited on the Saturday and I think I uploaded it on the Sunday and I think it was Tuesday night I was just sitting at my desk doing homework and all of a sudden my phone started buzzing I mean it started like more than a buzz before and at the time I still had YouTube comments enabled so you know every time I received a comment on my channel it would you know it would come up with a notification on my phone so there I was just doing homework on a Tuesday night and my phone just went berserk and I looked at the graphs on my YouTube channel and it was just a massive spike to this day. I don't know why, how, like, I just, I just don't know. Um, I guess that's just the the science of, of virality, isn't it? It's just, no one really knows why things go viral. And, um, yeah, I remember showing my mom and dad that night and it was just uh, to, to the day I die. I think that will always be a day I remember. And since then it has been, still quite a gradual growth, but faster, way faster than it was before. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, that was definitely, I think the moment where it changed for me. Yeah. Sort of like reversing a wee bit as well. Whenever you started your YouTube channel, did you hide it? If you know what I mean, like from your friends or from people at school, like did someone stumble across your YouTube channel or was it something that you were promoting, you know, on the likes of like Facebook and Instagram as well? 
Yeah, I think I think at the very start when you know I was just starting out, I was quite skeptical of of you know sharing it with with um, a lot of my close mates because I know that would eventually lead into school. You know what I mean? And um, at the start, I was very conscious of that, but I think it was just inevitable inevitable that people find out about it, and especially with me doing it for you know over and over again with different videos and just constantly uploading it was very very hard to try and and hide something that was obviously public and online for everyone to see and uh i guess that's that's the nature of it isn't it it's like you're posting stuff online for people to see so you're asking for it in a way um but yeah i i, I think if you're if you want to do that it's it's very wise just to 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 nip it in the bud and just let it out early if you know what i mean yeah and I know this is probably a silly question because no one ever really does expect it but did you ever expect to become this big of a star you know to have three million followers did you whenever you were starting out did you think I want to make this my career if you know what I mean or did it just sort of you know like what ha- what happened whenever you reached 300 or three million followers what do you even feel <laughs> <laughs> I know to be honest I still feel like an Egypt making videos online um but uh no it's 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 like I, I started YouTube because, as I said, from a, a very young age, I always loved, you know, video making, video editing. It was just it was just such a passion of mine. And YouTube was not the natural step. And, I've, you know, I, I always did do it even in the school days and I always did it as a hobby. And, you know, that's one thing that I look back on now and and sort of appreciate because back 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 in you know my school days, I was doing this thing that I love purely because of, you know, passion and I didn't let anyone derail my me from that passion because I wanted to do it it brought me happiness and at the time obviously it was my job I wasn't you know I wasn't getting any money from it it was just pure enjoyment that I got from it and the fact that you know I I sort of persevered and and was persistent and not letting the bullies and not letting people who made fun of me just you know distract me from what was my main ambition and that was just to upload onto YouTube and I mean, back then I used to, it, it just brought me happiness knowing that people were, were watching it, you know, and commenting on the videos and just that bit of positivity because in school, all you're really used to is negativity. So it was almost like a, a little escape um, that I had where, you know, I had this almost like positive corner of the internet, which was really nice. Yeah. And in terms of the people who were being negative you or bullies um, in school, when you sort of have reached these heights of fame now I mean like you're the blue Peter presenter you know do you ever hear from them anymore or is there ever still that negativity or do they actually sort of congratulate you now or do you like you know is there any sort of interaction yeah I mean I've I got countless uh random texts from you know old old school uh like I wouldn't call them mates but old school pupils who were at the school at the same time as me who you know gave me their fair share of um you know slagging off in a way and you know they I get texts saying you know congrats on this congrats on that and um you know just sort of it's almost like a roundabout way of life life works in a weird way sometimes and and getting those texts it's almost like a reminder that I did the right thing you know and I didn't didn't listen to those people who told me not to do it or told me that it was bad to do or told me that it was cringe and I should stop doing it and you know I'm, I'm just so thankful that I didn't I didn't listen to them and I, I persevered and yeah it's it's really weird when I get those texts like it's like I wish I could have showed that text to this person a few years prior you know what I mean and and almost like show them from the future what 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 happened but 
um yeah i mean look it's 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 crazy and i i can guarantee that the people who are bullying Stuart and the people who are making fun of Stuart, I can guarantee in the future, if Stuart makes it big, they'll be the first people to text. Yeah, I can't imagine you being rude either as well. You know, sometimes I think you want that that moment of being like, well, yeah, well, I told you so, but I can't even imagine you'd be like, I think you're far too nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. No, I just I just say I'm back. Thank you very much. And and, and that's it. But you just have that mental note, you know what I mean? You just have yeah. that mental reminder of, of what happened in the past. But yeah, of course. Um, uh, I think I think them even sending a text saying congratulations. I think that makes them the bigger person, so I respect them for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, because obviously with YouTube, you know, you've hundreds and thousands of followers across all social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram and everything as well. Do you find it hard to switch off from social media, or does it ever affect your mental health? Do you think? Um, yeah, it it is. I think it is quite important to switch off, and it, it's such an important point because for so long I was so involved in like, obviously social media is my job, but I was just so involved in it, and I was like, you know, twenty twenty hours of the day was just in in social media. You know what I mean? There was nights where I just wasn't sleeping because I was either editing videos or you know, on YouTube uploading and and just trying to plan what the, what the next thing's going to be. You know what I mean? And I think as time goes on, I'm starting to realize that it is important to have that switch off every now and then because you do need that rejuvenation, especially in any job. And it's, it's so important because mentally it can get quite draining whenever, you know, all that you're looking at is, is, you know, computer screens all day and numbers and videos and, um, you know, just trying to, trying to strategize what you're going to do next and, you know, just trying to plan big videos. And yeah, it's, it's, it is quite, it can be a lot sometimes, but, you know, I, I always, I always um, remind myself how lucky I am, especially this year, because, you know, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones in the sense that I can still work and I can still have a job. Whereas lots of people who I know personally and a lot of local people and obviously people nationally have, have, you know, been impacted by the events this year. And, and it's sort of, it's been a reflective year for me as well, because I've, I've been really grateful for the things that I have and really grateful the the things that um, that life has led me to and the opportunities that have opened up. And I'm always, I'm always very appreciative of that. And I mean, I wouldn't be here without the people who follow me. So yeah, I want to say a big thank you to those as well. Yeah, no, that's lovely. Um, what do you think you would be then, you know, if you weren't a YouTuber, like, did you have any sort of other career aspirations back in school? Yeah, I mean, at school, I was planning to go and uh, go and study computer science at university. So probably down the computer science technical route. So it's probably not 100 miles uh, from what I'm doing now. But yeah, something, something computer, something techie, something, something uh, down, down that line of work. Um, but I mean, I always knew I always knew that I, I was going to do this um on the side anyway you know what I mean because I just loved it that much like I, I really couldn't picture life without doing YouTube it would just feel so wrong do you ever get that like exam or study guilt where when you were a student you used to feel guilty for not studying that's how I feel whenever I have like a longer break than usual so I can't picture uh you know completely giving up YouTube it would just it would be just so alien to me yeah well that's like as long as you're you, you are very lucky because you're doing what you love but I think a lot of people too don't realize um, and you know maybe the bullies in school were a bit like this too but I think people think oh you're just having the crack and making videos but there's actually a lot of time and effort goes into even just thinking of the ideas and editing you know like even back whenever you first started out you know 
how long do you think you would spend on the likes of, of editing or thinking of ideas and writing notes? Yeah, I mean, that, that that's what I mean. It's like people see the final 15 minutes on YouTube, but they don't see the work that goes behind those 15 minutes. And something that I've learned recently that I tell people and um, it's sort of a roundabout way of thinking about it. With Blue Peter, you know, they spend a whole week. They spend seven days to make a 28-minute show weekly. And for me, it takes about, you know, maybe eight to 12 hours to make one video. So, you know, it, it is back, back, back when I was first starting out, like I was editing videos myself, filming videos myself. And I used to edit, uh, like there, there was days where I got no sleep. I used to go into school. I wouldn't advise this by the way, but I was going into school with no sleep because I was just so passionate about it. And I, I was like, I was on this, I was almost like, so certain that you know I wanted to do this and I wanted it was just it just interested me it was a massive passion and there was days that I would just sit up all night editing videos and um you know I used to scratch my eyes and the sun was coming up again <laughs> through the window and I was like wow uh, a lot of times passed but yeah you're right like a lot of work like five to eight hours even could be on editing the video alone and then filming the video that could that could just range from a lot of things. It depends how how long the videos, um, you know, recorded over, like how many days or uh, how long it was, uh, like what was the time span over the video, and um, a lot of the times as well, like with any big challenge videos I have or any big videos like I did with Stuart, there does come a certain aspect of planning, like how you're going to do the surprise and how you're going to, you know, how, how the shots are going to look, um, and. And yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of work goes into it. And um, yeah, the, the final 15 minutes on YouTube is the finished product of what I would say is hours, probably tens of hours of work. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And then in terms of Blue Peter as well, you know, how how is it going? Is it what you expected? Were you scared in your first day, or was it just sort of like natural to you because of all the YouTube experience? Yeah, I mean, I did do a bit of TV work before, but I've never, I've never had live TV experience. So this was my first live uh, TV gig that I got, and I still remember the first day because I was behind the the doors in the BP studio, and then when they called out my name, I walked through the doors. But when I was behind the doors, and um, you have an earpiece, and in the earpiece, um, I think it was Jess. She was counting. She was doing the count to the live. She was like live in five, four three and my knees were like shaking and I was like don't mess up your lines Adam don't mess up your lines Adam because everyone back home was watching uh, my first show and I knew a lot of pressure was on me to get things right because if I had a you know if I had a screwed up or, or, or fluff my lines I knew I would have been kicking myself but thankfully that show went well and um, yeah I enjoyed it and uh, everyone back home enjoyed it and I mean the support back home like I keep saying this but I mean I'm really really thankful of the Northern Irish support like sometimes I'm overwhelmed by it um, because everyone's just so nice and it's yeah it's very heartwarming to see you know messages online of support and stuff and uh, yeah it's 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 fantastic and I've loved BP I've done so many crazy things as well it's like challenges that no normal person would do so yeah very thankful for that. Um, sort of one of my last questions what you've sort of answered this as well before but to summarize you know what advice would you give to anyone else out there hoping to start a YouTube or channel or just any sort of like TikTok social media career, but maybe they're afraid or apprehensive. My advice to you is to keep doing it, be yourself and don't let anyone tell you you can't do it because 
trust me, I was in the same position. People told me to stop it because it was cringe or because it was bad or because they, they thought it was awful. But I stuck with it. And, you know, you never know. You might just get a career out of it. Yeah, that's amazing. Is there any sort of like software that you'd recommend for editing or like equipment or anything like that? Or is it just sort of anything people find, like their phones? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I started out with a phone um, and, you know, I edited on the phone as well. So there's no uh, computers when I was first starting out. But yeah, like it's. I think it's it's your personality that comes across. You can have you can have the greatest gifts um, and tech in the world, but it it comes down to you know if people find you um, entertaining and people want to tune in. So I would definitely I definitely and I think bullying affects that quite a lot because bullying takes away some of that self confidence that people have, and that's such a shame because there's so many there's so much undiscovered talent um that probably wouldn't be found because of bullying because people are losing some of that self-confidence and it's so so important and hopefully with my video and um with everything that's happened with Stuart and the positive impact that came out of it people can hopefully realize that you know what we don't have to listen to these people we don't have to listen to these bullies because we can do what we want and we can we can be successful out of it that's it for this week's episode of tech crack for all things tech and business in northern ireland visit syncni.com. Have a good week.